0: Listen to this. Zach the flying winger. Here's Brad Evans. And Steve. It's Steve. Who is it? It's
1: Brad Evans. <laughs> it's not
0: again. Happy days are here again.
1: Turning with a drive. It's Steve Zach Evans
0: with the left foot.
1: He's an attacking threat, Brad Evans. This is so weird.
0: The party has started.
1: Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Side by Side. Playoff edition, it's here. The thing we worked so hard all year for the Sounders after missing last year, um, bounced back in great fashion, ended the regular season really, really well. Um, The performance down in St. Louis was extremely encouraging. We'll talk about that. And of course, we now know our playoff opponent, who we could see three times, FC Dallas. And that game will be on Monday night. The Sounders were played at 6 p.m. at Lumenfield. Sounders against Dallas. We will look ahead to that. But before that, let's look at the game against St. Louis. Which, you know, we I did a game with Danny on the radio. St. Louis came there to play, and the fans, you can tell they were like, they were into it. They were like, we're gonna end it with a bang. We're gonna, you know, build up. And the Sounders just I mean, I've showed not seen, up, man. showed up. Like yeah. that's the way to say. Yeah. And it wasn't like vintage or played amazing, but just did a job, very professional. And I think a big credit goes to Schmitz because I never would have thought in January, February that we'd get to a very important game and you have Nicoladero and Raul on the bench. Yep. And that would be the right decision. And it was. And what worked, and when you, once you tell us what worked in your opinion, Brad, is there any way Schmitz can change at this point for the playoff?
0: I think before we start, is that new tattoo on that? It arm?
1: is new tattoo, oh, yeah. yeah. It's oh, new tattoo. New tattoo. Yeah. show Show yeah. us, bro.
0: Don't try to get in here and not <laughs> show us. Let I'll, me see I'll,
1: that. I'll post it. I'll post it. So I did a massive, that's why I came a little bit late. Yeah. I've been getting it the last couple of days. I missed a massive, massive portrait. So I'll just say this. I'm terrified of snakes. Terrified of snakes. Terrified. Oh my God,
2: dude, you're Indiana Jones and I never knew. Terrified of snakes.
1: But I got a massive snake tattoo. It was uh, my sister's favorite animal was a snake. Oh, okay. So I put it on, on yeah. my on Love my it. arm and then got a massive portrait of her. So yeah, it, it painful. It, it hurts. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It I hate tattoos.
0: All right. So he sat <laughs> it up. Okay, we got the story. Um, yes. Yes. Credit to Schmitz. I mean, we had talked a week before about what this Sounders lineup was going to be heading into the playoffs. And we yeah. said, oh, you kind of got to play Raul. Right? Well, you got to, you know get this guy off the bench and get him. but at this point he, unless something happens he's, he's not going to play uh and nico uh, won't play either i don't think i think this is the sounders lineup moving forward i yeah. mean four, 14, 14 shutouts now that's a club yeah. record for for stephen fry hats off uh to steph but a lot of credit yeah. goes to that back line as well um yeah. and so playoffs you have to play to zero You just have to play to zero and give yourself a chance. And, you know, you saw it last night with Sporting Kansas City playing to zero. They go into penalty kicks at home and they win. Okay. And now they snuck into that eighth seed playoff spot. So keeping it to zero. And, uh, Steph is a huge, huge piece of that. And. If we can put the ball in the back of the net, we show that we can do it um, in St. Louis. That yeah. bodes well for this team moving forward. They get got a little bit of a break, and now we go in on Monday night in a massive game against Dallas. But, yeah, that, those are big decisions that a coach has to make, and I, I don't think it's all on Schmetz's sho- shoulders. I, I know those – we know those guys in, in that room are thinking, yeah, this is probably the best way to do it. Uh, yeah. But from an outsider's perspective, we you know, we did talk about, is it Raul that's got to play because he's such a killer? Um And at at this point, you get that result. I think that gives the coaching staff confidence and, you know, Craig as well and the higher ups to say, okay, this is how we're going to move forward. And these guys might not be in our plans for the next for the next year. And they might even not be at this club uh, from here on out. So. Uh, Now, where do you put your resources? You you put it into the guys. You got to try and keep them motivated to a certain extent, and I think that they will because they're not done playing. No, Um, and they want to show. They need to stay fit. Yeah, yeah, of course you want to have. If you come off the bench, you want to perform well because there's teams that are not in the playoffs that might be looking to spend the same amount of coin that you were just making uh, to potentially go somewhere else. And if you show up and yeah. you show up lame, um, you know, there might be a Colorado or, yeah. you know, a Toronto that's going to say,
1: Absolutely.
0: Eh, maybe yeah. not for us. Yeah. So that um, that's kind of where I, I
1: see things moving right now. Yeah. I mean, Albert got the nod at number 10. He scored. I think Christian... I mean, we said I, thought, I mean unbelievable because when you get into that position for Christian it's so easy to just make the cross right away Yeah, and he waited for the third option yeah, I mean I the whole was, build up yeah, on that goal it was, amazing. was fantastic Fantastic. and then to delay 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 find Albert makes a really good finish which you want from your number 10 coming into yeah. the box late really good um, look at the lineup here I mean Schmetz in the end he did take off Albert um, Reid had to come off from injury Reid came off from injury Jao Paulo came off and Leo Chu came off um, no Nico came on last 10 minutes or so I, I like Jordan down the middle. I think gives you that threat. And I don't think you can move Leo True from the left. No. Then I don't think Jordan's as good on the right. But he has to play as oh, well. he has to play. So he's he, going to start up top. It's exactly. a physical presence. So now you're in a situation where the team is almost now somehow picking itself. And yeah. it excludes two of the best players in the club history. It just does at this point. Um, to the defense. Stefan Fry broke his record from, I think, 2017 or 2018.
2: 2017.
1: So consistency, I mean, to do it six years later is ridiculous, yeah. like to still be at that level. But how good of a year... We're, we're now not even talking about it. Jackson was not a starter coming to the season. This was Arrego, the big money centre-back, Kim mm-hmm. and Yemar. Just how good has Jackson been? And you played in a position. How hard is it to be a centre-back in this league? Yeah, I mean, well,
0: he's a, he's a, I didn't play centre-back my whole career mm-hmm. like he did. I actually yeah. started as a centre-back in a 3 yes. 2 when I played under 10s and then got moved up to to a number nine after that so that was my last experience until stepping in in uh, whenever was 20, 20. 2016 yeah. 2015 2016 um and so for him, it's a lifelong position. And I think he's known that he can't play anywhere else on the field. No. That's a guy who ca- literally could not play anywhere he's else. He's yeah. a center back through and through. Yeah. Maybe he could be a goalkeeper. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but for him, you know, it was a lot of talk with Andy at the end of the last season. Like, man, we're high on this kid. We, mm-hmm. we, we trust him. We know we, he made a couple mistakes last year. He's, you know, against Portland. He got the red card. Yeah. And then you kind of have to fight back mentally after that. He got bigger. He got stronger. He got faster. Yeah. And he just started reading the game better than he did in years past and that all comes with experience and so but he did he he started in in the um club world cup right down and they said we're gonna go with this guy and i think if you would have seen this group now at that club world cup you win you win that game for sure in that first one then you go on to play Real madrid in the next game yeah um and so Just to see his growth and consistency this year. That's been the biggest thing. But at the end of the day, you're going to be judged on your last game. And now you're in the playoffs where everything's heightened. Mm -hmm. Um, Mistakes become that much more vital. Uh, you are yeah. you know you're you're waiting for another team to make a mistake yeah. and when we you know have, have won games in the playoffs it's been because of um, maybe we didn't play amazing but it was just we're going to get the result no matter what result. we might have to play ugly and we have to <laughs> grind away from home and, and be nasty and and commit fouls he's got to be spirit. willing to do that and not yeah. get caught with the ball at his feet in the back yeah. and that's, that's all he needs to do is negate mistakes win the ball in the air and be calm um, and he'll be a massive piece moving forward for this Club. I mean, Yehmar is, I don't know how old, 30,
1: 31, maybe? He, he, I, feel, I feel like Yehmar just, look, just looks like, if he stays fit, he can yeah. just play for a long time. Right. Because ever never looks like he's exerting himself too much. You know, if he has to cover, he will. Uh, doesn't do too much on the ball. You know, Yehmar just, yeah, I think Yehmar and Reagan, they, they, they have at least probably two or three seasons together if they stay fit. And, you know, you have Nuhu in there who looks like he wants to stay here and be here for a long time as well. Alex is not going anywhere. So well,
0: there's no reason for Nuhu to leave now. Yeah, there's no point. If he's getting yeah. called in with the national yeah. team, there's no, I mean, unless yeah. he wants to be closer to games when yeah. in those international breaks. But I just don't see. No,
1: I think he's happy here. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. he's happy. I think there's this perception th- of him if the going, Sounders yeah. make a good
0: run in the playoffs, yeah. I think he'll be content. If we get knocked yeah. out in the first round, he might be thinking, "Oh, I need to maybe make a move and find a bigger club yeah. in Europe or even, even go go to France, yeah, and play in yeah. French League One." But yeah. I don't even think that that league no, it, from, uh, from the top three, amazing top top four, sometimes yeah. amazing in that league. But then on, uh, I mean, it's a good league, but yeah, I, I'm not sure it's I think it's your a
1: point top. is fine. If he's getting called in being here, then what's the problem? Right. Um, you know, he's, he likes living in Seattle, he's been there for a long but time. But he'll
0: have those he conversations with the coach too. Like, yeah. hey, if I stay here, I want to be a part of the national team. And that coach will tell you, honestly, yeah. well, you right? Yeah. Jurgen would tell you too, like, hey, you oh, need yeah. to go to Europe. You need to go yeah. to Europe. You need to go to Europe. Okay, okay. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I guess I'm out.
2: <laughs> Steve, before you go on, uh, yeah. speaking of def- our defense, yeah. Steph Fry is nominated for MLS Goalkeeper of the Year, and wow. Yamar is uh, nominated for MLS Defender of the Year. What, what's
0: is, the yeah. next closest shutout? that would be a great in the league I have Pref- the yeah. list up okay. right here
1: yeah. that's fantastic for Steph it's be, yeah, it
0: needs maybe be. 12 I think wow. it's St. Louis the
2: Cincinnati guy oh Cincinnati Cincinnati guy yeah. 12 clean 12, sheets 12 right okay. and Two then uh, Clark with Houston has 12 also
1: yeah wow. no Steph fantastic great achievement and defensively no, I think we we're the second best team in the whole league defensively um, Nashville in the East, but in the West, obviously, the Sounders were. Um, let's talk a little bit about the opponent. We saw them twice. Weird games. One won both games. I think the first one came here after the Gold Cup. Guys were missing. Went down there a bit more recently. I think it's the game where, I think, if I remember correctly, Jordan had a breakaway late on, tried to find new who. Maybe should have shot that yeah, one. Could yeah, have, that's right. could have, could have Knight, won the game. Literally at the last second. Yes. Yeah. Could have won the game. One, one. Felt yeah. okay, decent. Um, came in the midst of the Sounders. Good run. Um, do you think, like, it, it's... I'm trying to remember back in my time as well, but I don't know how MLS is. But does regular season matter at all as you go into the playoffs? Now, like is this can we say we know Dallas and you know they just beat Galaxy four-one. You know they went down there. Galaxy, you know, been out. Yeah, Dallas put in a good performance, got some goals. You know got you know Velasco, Ferreira, good players. But in some sports, sometimes like NBA, sometimes I think it doesn't matter. Like there was years where the Warriors were the best team, but they might get the third seed or whatever. But we knew once the playoff comes in. They're going to switch, switch on. it on. I don't know if MLS works like that, but can you take any stock into Sounders were second seed, highest seed. That's higher seed matter is basically my main question I'm asking. Here. Yeah, I, th- I
0: think higher seed matter. I don't want to play two games at Dallas and That's hope exactly. to get the a home, result, the especially pitch, yeah. with going straight into penalty kicks. Yes, right? Yeah. I don't want to go down there and put in this great defensive performance hoping to go home and get a result and get some goals at home yeah. and then you lose on PKs because you played really well and held yeah. a shutout away from home. Yeah. I just I yeah. don't I don't like yeah. this setup. Yeah. Um I would rather play have them play overtime in the first two games mm-hmm. and then if the third one comes do the PKs in the third one to find to find yeah. a winner. Something like that because it just puts too much onus on dallas coming in here and saying we'll, we'll we'll play six at the back we know we might be an inferior opponent i agree we're not yeah. even going to play for the win yeah we're going to play for set pieces we're going to yeah. sit back play to zero hope to get to overtime or to, to penalty we kicks, saw that and we we're good a like,
1: couple seasons ago yeah they had no Salt
0: Salt
2: that's right oh <laughs> yeah. <my God. laughs> yes. yeah.
0: and then and I then you get knocked out, out yeah. <laughs> we have no shots like, so i i just don't like it yeah um but I still think having you know two two games potentially at home in a three-op series, we better be able to win at least one of those games.
1: Um, So yeah,
0: you pretty much have to put your money on it. So I don't. I do think it matters. Mm -hmm. I think if Kansas City right now was playing two home games against St. Louis. They've, they yeah. they would win it's way different, but the yeah. fact that they're yeah. going to St. Louis it's going to be it's going to be tougher for them Very especially important. coming off that midweek game so there is something to to have in the higher seed yeah. and especially as we move forward into the playoffs yeah. you don't want those miles sitting in an airplane and having to you know what I mean it's just yeah. better to be yeah. just better to be at home and the Sounders have done that right they they're in great form going into the playoffs yeah. uh, something that we've been waiting for
1: yeah so let me let's talk about that 2016 you were on the team that um, you lifted the cup um, um, The MLS Cup, when the team had horrible season, got into really good form, but the team was hot. Does it, does it feel as good as that, or is it more just, we've been steady? It's a different hot. I yeah. think that... We're 20s, not killing teams. Yeah, no. that,
0: that 2016 was like team flying. was... Yeah. Nico came, everyone yeah, was flying. Yeah, exactly. so It just was unbelievable. Everyone was... The top yeah. players were yeah. healthy and ready to go. Yeah. Uh, this is a little bit different. It's kind of the obverse. The top players, the highest paid players, aren't playing. Yeah, When everyone else is getting the job done. So maybe that's a storyline for this year. Maybe how many storylines have we seen with the Sounders, you know, either hot start in the season, slow start, then we get hot in the middle or we get hot at the end and then we hit the playoffs. There's no right way to do it. Um, The matter of the fact is keeping the majority of your guys healthy as you enter the playoffs. And you know getting that confidence as a player you know if if the sounders would have lost three games heading into the playoffs i think the heads would have been down Mm -hmm. and it's like oh boy here we go again but you know you get a couple string together a couple good results and off you go into the playoffs feeling they have to be feeling confident right now there's no reason for them not to be feeling confident in fact if i'm a player i'm saying man we don't have nico on the field we don't have raul and we're still getting results that gives everyone on the roster um, some hype going in saying, okay, I'm I might have a chance to make an impact too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I mean, I might be mistaken. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine games unbeaten. Sound is. Yeah. Nine games. It's yeah. end of season. How does that losing. not give you confidence? Yeah. That's, that's you know? pretty, yeah. We don't really talk that's about like it. like so under the it's radar. It's a great run. That's great. But what's good is that, <laughs> like, and I tell, since the Atlanta loss, yeah.
0: I tell, you know, the, the high school kids too, Is like, you have to learn how to lose and you have to go through those moments and you'd yeah. rather do them in the middle of the summer than yeah. hitting it at the end of the season where you're like, oh, wait, how, how are we going to react as a group to a loss or a string of losses? Yeah. Uh, sometimes it happens at the right time and then you yeah. get hot, you get a reset and you just fly through through playoffs maybe that's the case right now for the yeah. guys is um well we know what it's like to lose we shored things up in the places that we needed to now if we keep doing that the proof is in the numbers if you yeah. get 14 shutouts and you get three or four more in the playoffs you find yourself an mls cup
1: wow right yeah
0: now yeah. the biggest wrinkle is if you play to zero and you don't score goals then well, you're just counting on penalty kicks
1: yeah that's a tough one for me. That penalty is a tough one, yeah. I mean, I, I personally think the Sounders get this done in two games. I think so. I don't think we'll see three games. I think so. I think the Sounders are just a better team than Dallas. I don't. I think Brian Schmetzer, with the experience they have, the, the way the team's feeling, so dangerous at home. Um, Leo the consistency's there. Jordan, Christian, what a big boost just having him back. Joe Pot- I just think they're too strong for Dallas. You know, you never know in the playoffs, but I think over two games, you win at home, you go down there to Frisco. Um, this team's good enough to get a result. What I saw in St. Louis convinced me. Um, that was a team that treated that game like a playoff game. They came there trying to, you know, put a bow on their Amazing season. Let's, let's give them credit. Had an amazing season, but after 25 minutes, 40 minutes, you couldn't hear the fans anymore. Right. It's like you took the energy out of the arena just because the Sounders were just resilient, withstood the, the storm that came, got the goals when they needed to. And that's what it takes on the playoffs sometimes. So I think the Sounders will be a bit too strong for Dallas. I'm looking at the, the field here and you spoke about it. The fact you've beaten St. Louis now, I think gives you, you can beat anyone and on the road you can. I mean... Who are the teams to watch for? Is it Saint Louis, LAFC, or are we He's maybe in. sleeping? How good, yeah. yeah? Ben Olsen's done a great job. No, I, th- I, think think. I give him credit.
0: I mean, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to play. I mean, I was talking with Facito about this the other day. Yeah, and Salt Lake. I mean, they they play good soccer. They do, and they are so unpredictable. And we saw at them in the Cup, and they yeah. yeah we yeah. don't like playing yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I don't want to face salt lake um i don't want to face houston yeah. if we can't i mean we're, we're never going to avoid everyone yeah but i just think that those those two teams for mm. me houston salt lake and and lafc i mean if, if they can keep the front three healthy yeah but they just haven't been the same since champions league I, I, and it's I, the same I, with the sounders yeah, last I, I year i don't think so they yeah. just haven't been the same yeah. um an aging yeah. you know chialini good but i, I this has got to be it for him yeah um yeah. And so I I think that they're still yet to figure their best form out. But not to say I mean they have playoff experience. They you yeah. know won MLS Cup last year, so they know how to win. Uh, now it's a matter of I just man something about Salt Lake and Houston. Uh, everyone else seems Those like we tough. can get a result against.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at Vancouver. No yeah. fear. Vancouver, you know, I feel, no feel problem good about that. You know, Kansas is where it is. I still feel good about that. Yeah. Um, St. Louis, we've just shown we can go there. Well, yeah, we wouldn't
0: gonna... we wouldn't play Kansas City until yeah. yeah the semi-final or the conference final right yeah if, well, if it st. came louis to that got, point like
2: eliminate yeah we can't play them in the quarters there's right. no possible so,
1: way so yeah it's a decent field. actually if yeah. st
2: louis gets eliminated in the first round we could maybe
1: because we become the highest because we know. become but, the yeah. highest uh, I know,
2: I uh, it's too much math for me right though, sorry, i agree
1: guys. um and not to look too much to the other side but you know we, and we don't really focus on the eastern conference as much but um our good friend Pat Noonan, I mean, let's give him some love. One of my favorite all-time teammates. I mean, I remember when he came. I mean, he was, first of all, one of the best players I've played with him in my life. I mean, he was just so good. But just as a guy and a teammate, he was amazing. And then the turnaround he's done at Cincinnati, I mean, this team was a laughing stock of MLS um, for a while. And they only lost five games. Five games in the whole yeah. season. A really bad team that he used to be. Um, what a turnaround he's had. Would they be the overall team to beat then they've earned that yes in the playoffs they have to have yeah for sure they have to they've been the best team um he's done an amazing job um pat noonan there are you surprised how good he has been or just the years he spent under bruce really prepared him you
0: never know with a coach i mean he's always been cool calm and collected and he's always seen the game you know this different and better than everyone else yeah so if he puts (laughs) together the right staff you know it's hard to be a head coach Mm -hmm. right especially i mean he's young Right. He's in his early 40s and he's still still figuring things out. But he has a great group around him. And Chris Albright's there as well. And a guy who had known the league for quite a while. Um, And so he's got a great group around him. And uh, yeah, I I, I just think it's about his relationships with the assistant coaches too, all being friends and all on the same page. And they had some good signings. And yeah, they made a run. And who would have known that? I mean, Acosta was good in D.C., but yeah. maybe he just need is one of those guys who just needed to be on a good team because yeah. DC was a disaster at the time with the stadium and coaching staff and everything that went on there. And um,
1: I want to say they they lost someone mid season. They lost.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Brenner. Four, yeah, yeah they lost. Brenner yeah. was gone. He was always on the way out, kind yeah. of, and so. Yeah, they were able to make some adjustments, and they stayed healthy, yeah. most importantly. They stayed healthy. But, I mean, they have Hagland, who's a you know MLS vet in the back, and yeah. Miazga, who's played in the league for a long time, and, and, and in Europe with the national team also. So, they, they have a good group, and uh, they mixed in some MLS vets, mostly MLS vets, with a sprinkle of some, some good talent. They're, they're really hard to play at home, but I think this Red Bull team can cause them some problems. I yeah, mean, I watched the game was- last night. Charlotte was just so happy to be in the yeah, playoffs, yeah. and they just... They were bad yeah, last night. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And when I look at that Charlotte roster, they have a couple good guys, but not enough to really make a run. So credit to Red Bull for, for getting the job done. So they'll play them in the first round. That'll, that'll be a good series. And mm-hmm. I don't know, Cincinnati's playoff ready, right? Maybe they had a great year Yeah, um, and you can't just sleep on winning the supporter shield.
1: We've seen that when LAFC ran the West, just, I mean, one year with Bob Bradley's year, I mean, they were unbelievable and the Sounders went down there and then just, I mean, that's probably the single, in terms of, I think, at this club just a 90-minute performance, that might be the yeah, best the I've best. seen. That yeah. Nico was on fire, Raul was, cool. on, fire, yeah. Veya, was on fire, shut down shut down It was yeah. just like, how are we doing this? Um, being being at that game. So it's possible it can happen that way. Um, back to the sound before we go. Um, you know, we've been talking on and off here, lineups and who's in his eye. It's pretty clear now that Nico Lodero, you know, he's not the captain anymore. It's pretty clear that um, he's not in the starting group anymore. I think he knows that. He put out a nice message. I think, I think it was a fine message saying, you know, hey, I'm, you know, may may not be here next year but as long as I am here I've got a job to do to December 31st and you can count on me I'll be committed I'll fight for the fans I'll do all of that and it's a pretty long and he's not a guy who really is out there he's told me before yeah. like, I'm not a social media guy I'm not a guy that's going to really talk I just want to get my job done go home to my family um, but there's a lot of emotions for him obviously being who he is and um Alluding to the fact that he may not be here next year, but I'm going to stay here and give everything while I can. Um, Will you, one, just your thoughts on if you have any on just on his message in general? And two, it just looks likely that he's probably yeah, on his way. Is, it's done. Like, yeah, Nico's played his last regular season game for the Sounders. And it's just now how long do we go in the playoffs yeah. for him to be here?
0: Well, I think Craig has said, like, there's still an offer to be had there on, yeah. on the table. At, you know, at the end of the season, once they figure out some other pieces. So yeah. never say never. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we've all been in contract negotiations before. And sometimes yeah. you say things so that it puts pressure on the club to maybe make an offer. Yeah. Or sometimes you say things and you mean them genuinely. But I think. Yeah it's fair to say if I'm not starting I've been here for a long time there's a lot of questions every day is probably asked by the reporters what's the deal what's the deal so finally you just gotta say hey on social media so everyone can hear it not talk to three people this is where I'm at this is where the club's at this is how I see myself moving forward in these current times without an offer Mm mm-hmm Maybe if something changes, that will change. Yeah. But for right now, fans, like I'm here, I'm committed. I want to win an MLS Cup just as much as you do. I want to go out on a high note if I'm going out just as much as you want to see me go out on a high note. How many mm-hmm. players do you see go out on their own terms Yeah, on a winning season? Very, very rarely, yeah, very, very, very rarely. And so he's setting himself up for whatever happens next. And I think mentally also that might just give him a chance to take a breath like, OK, that's out there. Stop asking me questions. Uh, no more, yeah. no more questions about that. This focuses on the team. I think that's a captain move. At the end of the day, yeah. it's a veteran player um, that understands his situation. And someone has said, "Okay, this is the business of it." At the end of the day, this club, no matter what, has to look to the future because that's just what happens. Yeah. It's just what happens with a club. Sometimes you have to say, you know, goodbye as much as you don't want to, and um, try to exit lifting a trophy if you're going to, if you're going to leave. And if not, maybe there's an offer on, you know, the night before MLS cup for two players. And then all of a sudden it frees up cap space. And then he's like, okay, well I'll stay for that number. And then things get sorted. So I don't want to put too much, uh, into, yeah, he's leaving. Yeah. He's staying, I think we see how the season plays out and wait until our next podcast, you yeah. know, in January yeah. when we have yeah. a clear picture of that one. And I think that's fair to everyone too. Yeah. Um, just enough speculation, speculation on it. And we just say, okay, this is where it's at right now. Yeah. We're heading into the playoffs. Good time to send a message a couple a couple days before the first round so that everyone can kind of take a deep breath, know how to approach him in the locker room, where he's at, where the team's at. I think it's just a smart move overall.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think you said it perfectly there. And um, I think, I don't think we've seen the, I think Nico still has a role to play. I think, you know, bringing, if reading into his message saying, hey, even if I'm not starting my motivations that you can count on me. I think he has enough pride that if he comes into a game, one, he's thinking of my potential next team could be watching. But two, just for himself, I think Niko can still make an impact on what a player to bring on for 20, 30 minutes if we need just to keep the ball or get, make something happen. So yeah. still, still we can do that. Um, before we go, predictions for Monday night. You never know with playoffs. I'll go first. I think, I, listen, what I saw in St. Louis, I've been looking for it all season. That resiliency has been there, but then... Being be opportunistic in attack, taking your chances. And I think Christian makes such a big difference, man. Like, he just having him on the pitch, I don't even know what he's really that good at. Because mm-hmm. I, I can't pick the one skill. Right. can just do everything really well. Yeah. And it just makes everyone around him better. And also, I thought JP was outstanding. I thought he was everywhere. We kept saying his name every five seconds of the broadcast. Um, you're getting your best players into the best form. Lil Trusto looks dangerous. I think Jordan has a nine, it works. Um, I think it'll be too much for Dallas. Now, they might come in, like you said, just sit back and mm-hmm. be like, look, we don't have to do anything today. Yeah, if they, they watch yeah, it. Anything
0: from Vancouver game? You don't have to do right? anything today.
1: Exactly. Yeah. that scares me a little bit. But I think the Sounders will, f- if, especially if you score early and score first. But um, I'm going for a Sounders win. I think it can be a two-nil, two-nil. two 0 Two nil. Yeah, that's what I was uh, going to yeah.
2: say too. Two 0 We're going two nil. We're all going yeah. two 0
1: all, yeah. yeah. all right. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> two nil. We all said that at the same time, so it, <laughs> it counts. <laughs> <It> counts. <laughs> two 0 win. All right. Can you have What is it? All Apple TV.
2: Yeah, so we are on Apple TV, we are also on FS1 and TSN, although TSN doesn't, we're not in Canada, so you guys uh, aren't going to watch TSN. But we are on Linear TV as well, and we are on Apple TV watch-free, so in front of the paywall. Um, in terms of radio, we're on 950 KJR, uh, 1360 El Rey, and every single radio match will also be on Sirius XM FC channel 157.
1: It's the playoffs, Monday night, Sounders, FC Dallas, 6pm, and then we will be back after that, hopefully um, recapping a win and previewing the next one. As always, thanks for listening. Comment, like, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. This has been Side by Side.